This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God, Trump, and the 2020 election podcast. It's the podcast about why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. And the reason that I'm doing this podcast today on this subject is that I recently wrote a new book called God, Trump, and COVID-19, and there are many things that are entering into this election, and COVID-19 is one of them. And recently, some frontline doctors, doctors who are actually talking to patients and helping them heal from COVID and, of course, many other things, uh, held a press conference, and the video went viral. And then some of the big platforms actually took it down. It was very controversial. And my guest today was one of those doctors, and she was the doctor that just lit everything up. I mean, she was just on fire that day, and I saw her, and I thought, how could we get a podcast with Dr. Stella Emanuel, who is the head and the owner of Rehoboth Medical Center in Houston, Texas? So I am just so grateful that we've finally been able to talk to you and was surprised that you even knew about Charisma and that you are a believer yourself. So welcome to my podcast. Thank you, Steve. It's an honor to be here today with you. Well, thank you very much. It's an honor to have you on. And let's talk maybe about that viral video. I mean, I did not see it live, but I must have had half a dozen people send it to me. And I watched the whole thing. And what caused these frontline doctors to get together in the first place? And kind of what was your connection? And maybe I should also ask what you were hoping to accomplish with that press conference. Yeah, um, I think uh, most of us have just have been really disheartened about the way that they've been handling this pandemic. And uh, we know and have been people that have seen patients and know that we do have effective treatment for this disease. And uh, at some point, we just got together and we just started getting together. And we, most of us got together online and we just got together and we started talking. And then, you know, our, the person that put us together, Simone Gold, she's been fighting this in the front line and fighting in California. In fact, she got fired from her job for this because of hydroxychloroquine and treating patients. So she felt just like I do, that we can't possibly just let patients die while we allow people to manipulate data and manipulate people and change people and just manipulate people on something that really works. And then for me, it's a little different because it goes a little further because I went to medical school in Nigeria. I'm first generation Cameroonian American. I went to medical school in Nigeria. I treated patients with malaria. I treated, I, I used flavoquine, camoquine, chloroquine, mefloquine. I've used most of those queens. We grew up taking this medicine. Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, we called it, we called it Sunday, Sunday medicine back home. You know, even when, now that I've, I've been out here, I mean, I've been in the U.S. for 30 years now. Even when I travel back home, we take these medicines to prevent malaria, and we give it to other people that are traveling back home. I also know that a lot of people in this country that take care of people with lupus and, you know, RA, rheumatoid arthritis, they take this medication daily for years. So I was very excited when this happened. You know, my practice, if I look a little bit about my background, I did general practice in Nigeria, and I came here, I did a residence in pediatrics. When I finished my residence in pediatrics, I moved to Louisiana. I did it in New York, Bronx, Savannah, New York. I moved to Louisiana. And then I started practicing. I opened a practice, and I was working in the emergency room. So I've always like, kept my general practice skills. So I worked in the emergency room. I still work in the emergency room, maybe not as much as I usually do, but I still work in the emergency room. I still do pick up a shift or two in the emergency room. So basically, I've been able to work in emergency room and run a pediatric clinic. So I moved to Houston, and then I acquired this uh, urgent care clinic where we take care of patients, and a lot of our patients, we're from like the east. We have a good maybe 15, 20% of our patients from like Middle East, 
China, Russia, Japan. So when February, when they start talking about this virus, we panic in this clinic. Go like, oh, our patients are from there. We can't start looking at them funny. So we did the PPE thing, and then one of my pharmacist friends told me about the hydroxychloroquine. I was extremely excited. So we started using it, and the results were dramatic. When patients came in with COVID symptoms, if they came in within like the first two, three days, the results were so dramatic that they got better like in 24, 48 hours. So we started using this and then uh, with zinc and then with vitamin C and Zitromax. There were protocols that were coming out of France from Dr. Raoult. There were protocols that were coming from Dr. Zelenko in New York and in the New York area. And then, of course, we even had a Dr. Armstrong that treated patients in the, in the nursing home. So all this data was coming in from different people and their successes. Even from India, India was already putting patients at the time when India was putting people on hydroxychloroquine for prophylaxis. So all this came through and it made sense to me. I went and did some study. I found out that there was an article that was done under Anthony Fauci in 2015. In that article, it actually said that hydroxychloroquine was a potent inhibitor of SARS-CoV-2 because COVID is a group of viruses. There are different viruses that coronaviruses, they are like a group of viruses and they actually act the same way. So it, was, it made sense that if it inhibited viral replication, it stops viral uptake, it opened the zinc channel so that zinc can get into the cell, it only made sense that it would work. And of course, we started using it and it worked. It was amazing. Then came the attacks, the backlash, and people started, no, the drug doesn't work. They started having all kinds of fake studies that say it doesn't work. Every single day we were taking care of patients. At some point, it was even hard to convince our patients to take the medication because, oh, they said, our oh, medication is dangerous. It can kill you. It can stop your heart. I was like, no, this is a safe medication. It's been around for 60, 70 years. It's very safe. It's safer than Tylenol. You know what I'm saying? You can easily... So these things were really puzzling to me. But the problem was that Donald Trump mentioned it. In fact, I think that's the first time I ever heard about it. And of course, anything that he mentions, there are certain people that just reject it. You know, and of course, it was not clear, at least in the things that I picked up, how safe it was. And then I was amazed to see on the video that went viral, you made the statement that you have treated 350 patients, if I remember the number correctly. Right now, we're over 500. 500. And we're over 500 now. And everybody's alive. Everyone's alive. Everybody's alive. I mean, we treat them and they get well. They don't have this. You know, a lot of patients, I tell people all the time, don't ride COVID. A lot of patients that have COVID that ride it, a good third of them from the CDC, they get these waxing and waning symptoms. These are symptoms that come on and off. When we treat our patients, they get well. They don't get waxing and waning symptoms. They get well. They don't get the symptoms anymore. We, they actually test for the virus, and it tests negative. So this is, it clears the virus out of their system. It clears the symptoms out of their system. I, that is why I call it a cure. People get all crazy. You cannot say it's a cure. There's no cure for COVID. I maintain that there is a cure for COVID. It is hydroxychloroquine. It is zinc and Zitomax. I do not understand why they want Americans to die when there's an effective treatment for COVID. If you look at every country, Steve, that is using hydroxychloroquine, their death toll is very low. Turkey brought down their death toll because of that. And India and many other countries. You know, Steve, I actually know why they are doing this. A lot of people think it's because Donald Trump mentioned it, but it's a little deeper than that. Donald Trump mentioned it. So because our president mentioned it, of course, the left is going to go crazy because of it. But the day our president mentioned this medication, Gilead, the, that is making Randesevere, that week lost billions of dollars. So it was an orchestrated, this thing by Anthony Fauci and all these people in power, 
to bash this medication because nobody makes money off a cheap generic drug so that they can bring serious medications that's going to cost people thousands of dollars and they can promote their vaccine agenda, which I don't even know what they are trying to vaccinate us with. So these are the things. So it is not just about our president mentioned it. The Democrats, of course, are just opportunistic on this. But this is way deeper than even Democrats. And most of them don't realize it. That's why I tell Americans, don't let our political factions and our political divisions allow these diabolic, sinister people to kill us. Because it is those political factions that mean, well, Donald Trump mentioned it, so we will not take it. Yes, he mentioned it, and he, he turned the whole half of the country against it. But they knew that was going to happen. The main issue is that there are people that want to make money and want to destroy people, want to control population, and that is the diabolic part behind this thing. And we know, and they know that we know. Because Dr. Anthony Fauci knows hydroxychloroquine works. In fact, it was under him that it was done. And there have been one or two papers all, all the time that come through from under Anthony Fauci. He knows it works. So for him to sit back, discourage this medication, and allow people to die, they should go after him for a crime against humanity. It's crazy. He knows it works. They know. Wow, this is very interesting. And I learned so much from watching that press conference. And one of them is that hydroxychloroquine is actually an over-the-counter drug in, you know, like we would think in many countries and not here. Mm -hmm. And apparently some doctors are not able to prescribe it. I mean, it's just crazy what's happened. So a lot of doctors don't want to prescribe it. And then pharmacists have taken it upon themselves right now to block patients from getting this medication. That is why if I were to say one thing to the president, I'd be like, to President Trump, give a, an executive order, make this medication over the counter. In America, everybody has the right to try. They have a right to try. Even if it is a dangerous medication, we have a right to try. They should give Americans the right to try. Steve, people are driving three hours to come to my clinic just to get this medication because their doctors will not prescribe it because a lot of doctors are scared. Some of them are also part of the gang of people that don't care, that are, are more interested in Donald Trump losing an election than Americans being healthy. And I tell them all the time, it doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or you're Republican. COVID doesn't know your name. It doesn't know your color. It will get you. So people need to stop, you know. And people are coming after me. Oh, Steve, they've come after me. But thank God that God has given me strength. So this is just craziness. And the cat is out of the back. COVID has a cure. It is hydroxychloroquine, it is zinc, it is vitamin C and Zitromax. People are basically asking for my protocol all over the world. And people are using it and they are coming out better. You know, so this is crazy. Let me explain something. You know, COVID was seeded into Nigeria the same time it came to America. Chinese people that left Wuhan and came to America, some left Wuhan and went to Nigeria. So COVID entered Nigeria around the same time. I mean, it would have spread through that country like wildfire. But why didn't it happen? We can go back and retrospectively look at it. When these people left China to come to Nigeria, they were all advised to take anti-malaria. Because when you live anywhere going to sub-Saharan countries, they ask you to take anti-malaria. So they all took anti-malaria to come to Nigeria. So guess what? Because they came to sub-Saharan and they had taken anti-malaria, the COVID disease did not hit sub-Saharan Africa as high because a lot of these people came in with this either mefloquine, camoquine, flavoquine, one of those, you know, atrovoquine, one of those anti-malarias that is very potent against COVID. So those people whose COVID were killed in their system before they could spread into the country. If you notice, most countries that are malaria endemic that are taking those queens, their COVID deaths are not that high. 
Well, I've been to Nigeria only once, and I remember I had to go down to the clinic and get some anti-malarial stuff before I could mm. even get my visa. Yeah. So this is very interesting, and I just admired so much how bold these doctors were because, I mean, we call it Big Pharma, and they make mm-hmm. lots and lots of money. And, you know, Donald Trump has been controversial even this week with, with putting pressure on them to slash some of their prices. I mean, they sell the mm-hmm. same medicines to Canada at a fraction of what they sell it here in the United States. And how much money can people make? You know, it's a racket. And I think that he sees that. Now, that is separate, of course, from what we're talking about COVID. But I think that the fact that that video went viral is just indication that people are hungry to know the truth. People are hungry for something. People are tired. People People are scared, you know. People are scared, Steve. They have put the whole country, the whole world, under fear of this virus that can be stopped in its tracks with hydroxychloroquine. I tell people all the time, they should release this medicine. It will stop this virus in its tracks. Steve, you don't know just how it feels when somebody walks into my clinic. Like yesterday, I had a, a, a guy that came, a 75-year-old with his wife that was 72. The wife has diabetes. They came in, they had fever, they looked scared. They looked terrified. I gave them medication. I gave them some fluids. You know, I, I got them ready. And by the time they left, they felt stronger. And I, I'm going to see them again. You don't know how it is. People come in here, they are terrified. They are scared. You could see the, now they are coming right now. They are no longer terrified. They are coming right now with hope. But I've seen them. See, I've taken care of diabetics, 60-something-year-old. My oldest patient was a 92-year-old diabetic. And the person is alive. 87-year-olds. I've taken care of asthmatic, COPD. People would morbid obese and i've taken care of just about every kind of patient so somebody tell me pregnant women so somebody tell me how come all my patients have lived is it because oh my patients happen to be just among the 85 percent and none of them was in the other you know what i'm saying After, a lot of my patients are high risk patients in fact a good half of our patients have some kind of high risk or another but our patients are not dying so it hurts my soul when I hear that, oh, the death toll has gone up to 150,000. How could people sit around and let people die and they have no compassion? Steve, these people are not human. How could they do that? How could they just let people die? And then now they're all attacking me and coming after me. This thing is deep. It's so deep. And you know what? In the next few days or weeks, we're going to be talking about the death of what is really going on. You'll be shocked what is going on in the spirit, Steve. Because these people, they could not possibly be human acting the way they are acting. I mean, if I said that I treated 300 patients, shouldn't the whole world be coming to come and see what kept those 300 patients alive? Then they have all kinds of people arguing. No, it's not true. Oh, that's not true. You're using a dangerous medication. Can somebody please come around and go around and interview my patient and find out whether I've lost one? Have they thought about that? And it's the same story. Boy, that's so important. And you mentioned the spiritual aspect. And I know that you're a believer. Yes, I'm, like I said, I'm God's battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> you sure are. But, you know, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. There's a spiritual realm that's as real as the physical realm that we see. And, of course, as Christians, mm-hmm. we also believe that God is the healer, Jehovah yes. Rapha, So talk to me a little bit about that, because at here at Charisma, we try to do everything from a spiritual perspective and help people to understand, because even a lot of Christians don't understand the spiritual realm, or they say, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these, the spiritual gifts ended with the apostles and this type of thing. And so just talk to me about that. You see, I'm actually, um, I'll call myself, I'm a prayer warrior. I'm a deliverance minister. I'm God's battle axe. And I'm sure a lot of you would have listened to a lot of my messages and go, whoa. 
<laughs> but you see, when this thing started in March, I went to the Lord to pray and I said, Lord, what is going on? What's going on? And when the Lord showed me this thing, it was like there were missiles being released from the heavens and they were being shot at people and they were dying. So when I took it, like it was a spiritual battle. I actually did a message to pray against COVID on YouTube. And I've been praying that message, praying over the nation, just praying and crying out that God will have mercy, will show us mercy. Because I know that, you know, as a nation, we've strayed away and we've gone like some really crazy ways. But God shows mercy when he shows mercy. So we've been praying and just, so I've been attacking this as a spiritual battle, praying, put messages out for people to pray and everything. So with this going on, I mean, there are some things that I don't think I can even discuss with you right now. I will discuss with you off this thing and then maybe we can have another discussion and discuss it. There are like some really seriously deep spiritual stuff. At some point I went to the Lord and I just prayed and I put this on Facebook. It's on my Facebook. I prayed. I said, Lord, is this it? Are you coming soon? Because the level of craziness that's going on right now, I don't see how we're going to come out of it. Is it it? Are you coming back soon? Should we just tell our families and get them right, knowing that you're coming back for us soon? And that night, the Lord gave me a dream. In that dream, I saw the president. The president had been beaten up. He had been beaten up and knocked down and laid out on the floor. In fact, I thought he was dead. I came running because I was crying. I said, oh my God, the president has been beaten up. So when I came up and I saw him and I called one or two other people and then we laid hands on him and we started praying. We started praying. We started praying. I started praying. He rose up and he stood tall. He stood tall and big and he got back to work. And of course, those that, those that were attacking him, they were so irate. When I got that message, I said, okay, Lord, thank you. You've given us a ray of hope. That means we have hope. You've had mercy on us. Do you know something? Because it's only God's mercy that can turn the tide around. And I'm telling you, Steve, we've given the devil, we've given this whole thing 30 days, August 31st, for everything to be turned around. If people get on hydroxychloroquine, the schools will open, people will get back to business. This disease will be stopped in its tracks. And we are praying, we're not taking any prisoners. And I tell her, we'll pray. Any power, any spirit, any personality, any person that wants us to die, that wants Americans to die, they themselves will die in our place. We will not die, we would live. Do you know something? So we're really praying and just, this thing is a spiritual battle. That is why when I came out that day, I spoke, it was like something broke in the spirit. Because God has, you know, something seriously broke in the spirit. People have hope again that it's going to be okay. We would live, we would not be destroyed, you know. So we have to just pray. Boy, that is so powerful. And we need to pray. I want to tell my listeners how to get hold of you. So would you maybe tell your website or Facebook page or maybe how they could email you? Yeah. Our website is kind of down. I, I thought they put it down, but I think we had so many visitors that the website just went down. So they can reach us, firepowerministries.org and um, drstella.org. Give me a day or two for us to put back the site up drstella.org, drstella.org. We have that. And then for those that are sick, that wants to see us as patients, you know, we have a liaison of doctors all over the country, basically, that will be able to see patients. And they can go to frontlinemds.com, frontlinemds.com, and just give us a day. We'll get all that, all those sites ready for, for everybody so that we can have people that can help people. We have doctors that are open to take care of patients in every state, in every environment that will be able to take care of them. So they can go to frontlinemds.com, my website is drstella.org. Well, that is so important. The good thing about a podcast is you can back it up and listen to it again yeah. if you didn't write it down quickly enough. And, you know, I just feel that I should ask you to pray. I don't do it with every podcast, but I had Dr. Mm-hmm. James Dobson on recently, and I had him pray it. In fact, I think I'll just end the podcast 
with your prayer. Let's just join together in prayer, and I invite my listeners to join together and also share this. What you've just heard Mm -hmm. is one of the most incredible podcasts I've ever done. We've got to get this word out. They took a lot of this stuff down off of Facebook and so forth. But you know what? We can forward this podcast to anybody we want to. So I encourage you to share it. And Dr. Stella Emanuel, would you please lead us to pray? And you're a prayer warrior. So let's, let's just do spiritual battle. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Father, we come to you today, O God, as your servants. We come to you today, O God, not because of what we deserve, not because of what we know that you should do, but we come, O God, because of your mercy and grace. We come thankful, Lord, that you've had mercy upon us, upon this nation. Lord, because as we said, if you don't have mercy on us, O God, we will perish. But we know that you're God of mercy and you've had mercy upon this nation. Father, we thank you, O oh God, that as we speak into the atmosphere of this nation, O oh God, that yokes will be broken in the name of Jesus. We bind that spirit of fear that has been released over people in this nation, and we send it to the pit where it comes from in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, send the angels of power. Let them flow through this nation. Let them gather from the ends of this nation and begin to judge the wicked in the name of Jesus. Father, you said that they will be judged at the edge of Israel. Father, we judge the wicked that want to destroy America at the edge of this nation in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, just begin to breathe over this nation, O oh God. Holy Spirit, breathe over this nation. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. Let the voice of the Lord begin to thunder over this nation. Let it begin to thunder over the waters. Let it begin to thunder over the queen of the heaven and the queen of the coast. The queens, O oh God, that are speaking evil over this nation. Satan, we bind you and your activities over this nation, all your minions, all the principalities, all the, all the rulers of darkness, the spiritual wickedness in high places that want to destroy America. We command you right now to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. The word of God says, say ye to the queen, sit down in the dust. I command the strong man that is in charge of this chaos, sit down in the dust in the name of Jesus. I command the strong man that has been coming, the strong man of destruction, the strong man of violence upon our streets, I command you to sit down in the name of Jesus. Angels of the living God, warrior angels, battle angels, fire angels, we send you throughout this nation with your sword of fire. The angels that are in charge of this nation, we send you forth with your sword of fire. Begin to do war in the heavenlies over America, war in the heavenlies over this nation, war in the heavenlies over this nation in the name of Jesus. We shall not die, but we shall live to proclaim the name of the Lord in this nation. America will be alive again. America, you will stand again. America, you will serve God again. America, you will have revival. America, I speak upon you right now that live in the name of Jesus. Live in the name of Jesus. America, have restoration. America, come back to God and serve God in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we give you praise. You say, arise. You arise, O God, and our enemies will scatter. They are scattered. They've been destroyed, O God. And Father, we give you praise as we wait for the manifestation of your glory over this nation. We wait for the manifestation of your power, manifestation of your presence over this nation in the name of Jesus. King of glory, I thank you, Lord. And I just pray for everyone that is in the hospitals, that is afflicted by this virus. I decree healing, healing over this nation right now in the hospitals. I command that virus to get out of people's body and go to the pit. Let the healing balm of Gilead just flow through every hospital, every home, every part of this nation and bring healing to the people in the name of Jesus. Healing, oh God, healing in their soul, healing in their body, healing in their spirit in the name of Jesus. 
Oh God, I pray for peace that surpasses all understanding, soaking every single one of us in the name of Jesus. Father, let your kingdom come. It is your counsel that will stand in this nation. Father, I give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to add something. I'm back in the studio, and I wanted to just call attention to my two books. I'm not just trying to sell a book. I'm trying to get the message out, and of course, I put them in books, and I want to let you know that you can buy God, Trump, and the 2020 election, and also my new book, God, Trump, and COVID-19, How the Pandemic is Affecting Christians, the World, and America's 2020 Election. You can get them, of course, online. There are a couple of good online booksellers. Amazon.com, of course, is the best known, but also ChristianBooks.com sells it, as well as BarnesandNoble.com. But you can buy it on my own website, which is my name, SteveStrangBooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, books in the plural. And on my site, we have some specials. You can buy them in bundles. Uh, You can get several copies at a discounted price, and also the copies that are on my website are autographed. Some people like that. Uh, You can also get it in many brick-and-mortar stores. Walmart and Sam's probably have the greatest number of copies and greatest number of stores around, but also Costco and some Christian bookstores. But wherever you get them, I hope that you'll read the book. I hope you're inspired by the book. That's really why I wrote it, was to inspire Christians to get involved because we can make a difference. So please read God Trump in the 2020 election and also God Trump and COVID-19. And if you like the book, share it with your friends. Loan them a copy, buy them a copy, and also go on some of these websites and leave a review to just kind of get the word out there about these books. Thank you for doing your part to help me to get the word out. God bless you.